All right, it's time to class this show up a little bit. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, and I couldn't think of any better way than to get into some polo here. And uh, the, the, the U.S. Polo Association Global Licensing is the business development board of Palm Beach County ESPN West Palm Business of the Month. And this is not this man's first appearance here on ESPN <laughs> 106. And we're bringing him back because he oozes class. But it is J. Michael Prince, the president and CEO of U.S. Polo Association Global Licensing here with us on Ken Levick Alive. And, uh, Michael, thanks again for coming back on. Appreciate it. And, by the way, congratulations. I know that you guys have made Palm Beach County a massive priority, and that being recognized here at the BDB ESPN West Palm Award, that's a high honor for you guys. Well, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, and and we appreciate everything that you have done here for Palm Beach County. So um, I want to start with this, okay? So, We hear about the sport of polo, and polo has a rich history here in Palm Beach County. And then there's the U.S. Polo Association brand. If you could just explain the connection a little bit to get us caught up. You bet. So um, the United States Polo Association is based in Wellington, so just down the street. Mm -hmm. And it's the official governing body of the sport in the United States. Founded in 1890, so the only oldest governing body is Major League Baseball. Wow. So the sport's been around for a long time. And we're the for-profit en- engine of the business. So the brand U.S. Polo ASSN, uh, we're at 194 countries worldwide, uh, huge presence around the world, 1,200 of our own retail stores that have our brand above the, uh, the namesake mm-hmm. uh, as well, all over the co- those 194 countries, 7 million social media followers, uh, 40 international websites. But what's really intriguing about the brand as the official brand of the United States Polo Association we're the fifth largest global sports licensor in the world. Wow. And you might be like, well, what does that mean? It means that if you were to take consumer products at retail and people at you and I buy them, the only sports that are bigger are the National Football League, Major League Baseball, and the NBA. We're bigger than the NHL, National Hockey League, NASCAR, the PGA Tour, WWE, all bigger, our footprint is globally. That is incredible, and this truly is an international sport, and that's what makes it so unique is that Wellington truly has become the equestrian capital that also includes polo in that realm, and so this area becomes extremely important not just to the sport of polo, but to the the USPA. Oh, that's exactly right. So from November to the end of April, Palm Beach County becomes the equestrian center of the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Europeans come in, people from Latin America, people from all over the world, and that encompasses polo as well as hunter-jumpers and dressage and all that happens around the community of Wellington. But the entire state and south, southeastern part of the state, south, south, south Florida, benefit from it. And so it's truly a unique place to be. And we already have so many awesome things going on, but now throw that into it. And just, just to say one other thing, uh, our premier event, the U.S. Open, is happening right now. We have 20 teams in the U.S. Open competing. It's the most teams we've ever had since the history of that tournament started. So just unprecedented momentum around the sport, especially in South Florida. And you mentioned the U.S. Open. The FIP World Championship is coming to Palm Beach County. That'll come in the fall. That's and right. so that just reinforces all of this, what we're talking about. And again, Michael Prince, President and CEO, USPA Global Licensing. And you mentioned the retail aspect of it and the stores. And so... 
I'm I, I'm sort of fascinated in this because, as you mentioned, I mean, as far as licensing is concerned, you guys are massive worldwide, and you have the the stores in West Palm and Miami, and those have gotten some pretty significant upgrades, right? Yeah, that's right. So we've been reinvesting. You know, the pandemic either you succeeded or you failed miserably, and we saw it as a chance to be successful, to take market share, to make sure the brand was always front and center. So throughout the world, we're renovating stores. That includes our West Palm Beach Outlet location, as well as Dolphin Mall um, down in Miami. Mm -hmm. We're working on our new Times Square store upgrade, and that's happening throughout the world. So we're, the, br the brand has never looked better and never been more elevated. So, you know, I encourage anyone in Palm Beach County to come by and check out our stores and engage with the brand, because we say if you buy a piece of the brand, you actually buy a piece of the sport as well. Yeah, and it, it, it all carries through. Now, I want to ask you about Palm Beach County. Why why did this end up being the ideal location for the headquarters uh, and the impact that it has with all of us in the community, with the economy? Why here? Yeah. Well, as we said earlier, uh -huh. um, South Florida becomes the equestrian capital of the world for five or six months. And Polo has always had a really strong base in South Florida. And the sport was based in Wellington. This business was actually based up in Kentucky, of all places, hmm. another horse capital. Sure. And our previous chairman said, I'm going to bring this to Palm Beach County, closer to the sport. And that was a, a great move because there's no reason why the sport and the brand shouldn't be side-by-side -side partnering together. And so since that move, we've really been able to, I think, elevate both the sport and the brand and really work together on events in the United States. And, you know, some of the examples we support uh, – High goal tournaments like the U.S. Open. Okay. We support 50 collegiate teams. So from East Coast to West, private to public, big to small school, we get behind 50 collegiate teams, which, oh, by the way, 60% of those teams are female, which is the fastest growing uh, category of the sport, demographic of the sport. We support LGBTQ events. We support low goal, high goal, mm -hmm. arena, snow, beach. So if you think of the sport of polo, there's no brand in the world closer to the sport in the United States or internationally than we are. And that's our goal is, you know, we make money, but it's also to help the sport fund itself for the long term as well. I've been down here 16 years, and I had no idea there were as many different types of polo. Like hearing you go through oh, that, it's, it's crazy, that's right? stunning to yeah, me. It's amazing. That is wild. And I, I absolutely love I didn't know polo could be so versatile. Like I, I truly did not. Uh, when did you uh, in, in your life first get connected to polo? You know, it came through this, this opportunity, to be okay. honest with you. So I, I'm like you. I wasn't familiar with the sport, but, you know, I grew up around sport and I worked for Nike as an executive for a long time. And so, you know, sport was sort of in my DNA. Mm -hmm. And when I saw this brand, I said, my goodness, this is the official brand of the sport. And there's a beautiful story to be told uh, that many people don't know about the sport itself and also the brand. And so the last five years, you know, I think we've done a really nice job of telling uh, the story of the brand and its connection to the sport while also supporting the sport all over the world. And you know, one other thing I just want to mention, we, uh, we support charities. There's a lot of polo charities. Sure. So part of our th philanthropic initiative is some Sundays at these events, we make sure two charities get recognized. So teams play on behalf of those charities, and the charities get up on the stage, and we share the contribution with them just like we do the college teams. And, you know, it's really important to give back, and that was really important these last two years when we were all dealing with so many challenges. Uh, but it just touches so many different facets of life. And it's, it's a, just a beautiful sport. It really is. If you've never seen it, you can't 
quite wrap your mind around how fast it is, how physical it is, and just how striking it is as well. Michael Prince, President and CEO, USPA Global Licensing. Now, I want to talk about the World Championship because this is an area that takes pride in its big events. So you've got the Boca Raton Bowl. You've got uh, the Honda Classic. Um, uh, and that's an international event, I would say. But this truly, this FIP World Championship that's coming up in the fall at the International Polo Club, I mean, legitimately, there are going to be people from across the globe that are going to be descending on Palm Beach County. This is a massive opportunity, it sounds like. It is. And when I think of, like, truly, truly global events in sport, I think of the World Cup and FIFA, uh-huh. right? That's uh-huh. the one you think of. Even if you're not interested in soccer, you'll watch those games. There's an interest there. There's an interest there. This is our equivalent to that. Okay. And what's truly unique about this event is it, uh, there's 40 to 50 countries that are participating to qualify. Of those, eight get the opportunity to play in Palm Beach County at IPC, the International Polo Club of Palm Beach. And there was a lot of debate. Uh, we thought about, should it be in California? Should it be in New York? Should it be in other places? And we felt like, you know what? This is our home. Mm-hmm. Florida has been really transformational the last two years about being open and, and welcoming everyone. And sports worked through all that. You know, we were playing here when a lot of places weren't. And so we felt like it was important to uh, the community to bring it to South Florida and the Palm Beach County. So our board approved that. FIP, which is the Federation of International Polo and recognized by the Olympic Committee, said, we agree with you. Uh, the Sports Commission got behind it, Palm Beach County Sports Commission, a lot of support from the county. Yep. So this event will be here late October through early November. And to your point, people from all over the world are going to be coming here, playing our golf courses, staying in hotels, spending money, uh, and cheering for their, their country teams. That is, uh, that is a good thing. It's uh, a good thing. We like in, that. Uh, in Palm Beach County. Uh, so... Speaking of the World Championship, uh, there's a partnership with ESPN as well, a a television partnership now. And so we obviously here at ESPN West Palm, we get the value of the ESPN brand. And uh, this seems like it's a a massive deal. This is uh, to align with ESPN, with U.S. Polo. This is a great thing. It's great. And and what's happened is in the United States, uh, Polo was never carried on a sports platform. Mm Mm-hmm. In the past, we would do a one-hour delayed broadcast, three weeks sure. old on CBS. Great viewership, but it was three weeks late. Right. And we sit down with our partners at ESPN, and your partner as well, and uh, in Connecticut, and said, we want to really showcase the sport, like F1's being showcased, like surf's being showcased. Yep. And we got a deal done. And for the first time in the history of the sport, you can watch the games here in the United States we do a slight delayed broadcast. We have an hour and a half, and you can watch a beautiful game that just happened on Sunday Fields in Palm Beach County on ESPN2, on ESPN News. We just did the collegiate finals, which will air uh, Saturday. Uh, I won't say who won. <laughs> but it was Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, but it's going to be on ESPNU for the first time in the history of the sport. And with that, we can also tell the story of the brand, the USPA. Right. And uh, so there's been tremendous interest, and it's exceeded all expectations. And, and one thing we've done, we've taken it universal as well. So they came back to us, great partners, and said, this is working so well. Let's now take the platform outside the U.S. and look at all our uni- universal linear platforms on television. 
So that just happened recently, and we're excited about that. Uh, so I need to ask you, Michael, and I'm just an idiot. I talk about sports. I do it for a living. I, I'm a big dope. So I, I do have a suggestion for you, though. So F1. I'm all ears. F1. Uh, they've had the Drive to Survive documentary on Netflix that has exploded popularity right. in this country. Game changer. Would, would U.S. Polo be interested in ever trying to do something like that behind-the-scenes documentary with, with the, the athletes in polo? Well, what, what makes this sport so unique, the sport itself is beautiful. It's, it's very special. It's mm-hmm. the world's first extreme sport. You talked about yeah. speed and agility. Imagine a, a human and an equine partner tied together going 30 to 35 miles an hour, hitting the ball 110 miles an hour. Uh, it's crazy. But, yeah, we believe the, the, the lifestyle and the storytelling around it is just as beautiful as the sport. Mm-hmm. So I could see down the road, uh, especially as people or companies need content, everyone's content hungry right now, right? Oh, for sure. And so the ability to maybe offer up the lifestyle side of it along with the sport in a docuseries like uh, Formula One did is something, you know, where we talk about and, Maybe someday we'll be able to do. That'd be awesome because from an international appeal like F1, a lot of the the participants are from somewhere else. That's and right. There's a lot to learn about them. Um, but you don't need to credit me when that idea comes. That it's was it's a great. It changed F1. <laughs> it, it literally made F1 super cool. Yeah. It was already cool, but it took it to another level. Without so you get 100% credit for uh, that. I appreciate that. Michael Prince, President and CEO, uh, USPA, U.S. Polo Association, Global Licensing. Uh, one more here. Uh, so ESPN is celebrating the 50th anniversary of Title IX. That comes up in June. So your decision to collaborate with ESPN will also overlap with the celebration of Title IX. You mentioned already that you're supporting polo programs on the women's side of things as well. So it seems like this is a great opportunity for, for you to be able to publicize that front and center as well. Yeah, you know, with... Um with Title IX, like I said earlier, when we looked at supporting collegiate polo, uh, you know, I didn't have a, an understanding of how important, how many women played the sport, mm-hmm. how many females played the sport, and you find out that the majority of players are female. And so the ability to support those clubs and those teams, and, and some of these clubs, without our support, may not have even played this year. And so that's where I feel really good about what we're doing is that we're getting young student-athletes and the future leaders of, of America – uh, out on the field, we're supporting them uh, financially. We're supporting them with product. We're supporting them with just the fact we're there in the foxhole with them yeah. has been really good for the sport. And like I said, women's is the fastest growing part of the sport in college and outside of college. And so we really feel good about uh, you know where it's going and uh, the success we've had so far and look forward to more teams participating. Well, again, USPA Global Licensing, the Business Development Board of Palm Beach County, ESPN West Palm Business of the Month, and, of course, the BDB selects a business that's headquartered in Palm Beach County to highlight each month based out of Wellington, U.S. Polo Association. And I want to ask you, because now I'm fascinated, you and I similarly didn't have a huge grasp of polo. You take over as CEO, and now you're you're overseeing the entire thing. Uh, what is your comfort level in just opening it up on a horse? Like, how fast are you are are, are you going now? Not fast at all. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I I'll to give, see if I'll we're give on the same page. No, I'll give you my speed. It was me and an eight year old on a beach together with two guys walking the horses <laughs> along. So and that was. That was quite uh-huh. okay with me. Uh-huh. He might be the CEO, but Michael Prince is just like us. We'll leave that to the professionals. <laughs> Again, the president and CEO, USPA, U.S. Polo Association, Global Licensing, Michael Prince, thank you so much for the time. And thank you as well. It's been a pleasure.